Starting the multi-stream. Starting the video transmission. Which app are you using? This is Streamlabs. So we are live on the Dope and Tape Show. Welcome. Thank you for joining. Whether you're watching us live or you're watching the replay, we appreciate you every time. We have tonight's special guest, Wayne, from uh, Local 853. Our brother's from the north in Ontario, Canada. Uh, part of the executive board. Um, there's a big guy up there. So we're, we're happy to talk to him. We're also happy to read comments live. If you have any questions, we can ask them. Um, I don't know, Wayne, if you want to just, if you want to tell us about how you got into the industry, we'll jump right into it. Well, when I was getting out of high school, we my uncle tonight. said if I wanted to be a plumber, to meet him at his house at uh, quarter to six. So I did, and I wasn't a plumber. It was sprinklers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So early mornings and, you know, just get her done. And then got into the union and away I went. That's great. So so you originally what? It started, you weren't new union right away? No. No, uh, uh that job wasn't, and then uh, we got into the union and uh, worked my way up to a service truck. So by the time I was a fitter, I had a service truck, and, you know, you're kind of your own boss, and away you go, right? Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, the dream. BC The Spring, hey, what's up? Thanks for joining. How was your experience as an apprentice, Wayne? Uh, I had a really good uh, experience. Uh, uh, I had quite a few good mentors um, and a lot of people that are uh, very passionate about about the industry um, and did a lot of a lot of cool jobs, <laughs> you know, like doing uh, six inch screws and stuff like that, right? Yeah, jeez. Don't want to get into, but it was <laughs> awesome doing it. Six inch screwed. What year was that, Wayne? That uh, was in the nineties, dude. Wow, six inch screwed. That's back when there was men, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, right? what size yeah, pipe wrench? Oh, no, you're doing super sixes and eights and stuff like that. And oh, the buddy was a, realistically, he was just cutting off the the nineties. He was he was awesome. Barry Ray, I'll give him a shout out. That's um, wow. Yeah, just uh, one of one of my fitters that I was apprenticing under, and he was awesome. Very skilled man. That's when the boys were men back then. I see all that big screwed pipe, and I'm like, man, just before yeah, my no. time. Well, I yeah. tried to unscrew one of those for a five-year internal inspection, and good luck. Oh, I yeah. Up, yeah, <laughs> I ended up just taking a sawzall, cutting it off, and then and then uh, air grooving it, and then uh, put a coupling on there. I was like, I'm I, not doing this. Put a 10-6, a 4-inch on, uh, on a three-foot aluminum wrench, and it just snapped the wrench. I, yeah, it should have been a steel it, wrench. It, it was a, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a rigid wrench. That's the problem. I think it was a China wrench. See, chain wrenches. BC earlier. the spring says chain wrenches. Yep. As big I got as you mad go. When I was at, uh, yeah. I seen a video where they put the vice bench, they put the chain vice on the six inch, and they use that as the wrench. They can spin the <laughs> pipe around. You ever see that? I saw that. Yeah, on a video actually. Yeah, I saw that online. So, um. Yeah, let's. Uh, so we, well, we want to talk about the schools that we got and all these state of the art schools that are popping up and how you know, there there's just like a movement for the sprinkler apprentices to learn. Uh, we have one here just below Boston that we put in, and uh, it's much better than the one that we had. The one that we had was just kind of in the basement of the hall, and 
you know, I think you guys got a cool school up there, right? Yeah, yeah, just, uh, well, it opened during COVID, so a slow, slow process, but we just hosted the uh, um, apprentice uh, a training, or a competition, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. For all, all across, well, you guys were there as well, right? Yeah, I believe um, so. Just just awesome. Awesome to see everybody get together and, and, and show the skills and, and want people to participate and, and do better, you know what I mean? Like, the advancements in this trade is wow endless you know? so much endless. so much knowledge to just gain see oh, i'm not yeah. familiar with the competitions that y'all have in fire sprinkler and stuff because we don't have that in atlanta yeah i didn't have it as an apprentice either because i was non-union as my apprenticeship so it's it's great because it you know yeah, they, they true, think about true. it so what is it what is it based on like how fast i can thread pipe and well it, they, they get a, they get the uh, like it's all different trades too, right? All different pipe trades. So they get uh, diagrams to to build something, and then they got to make it, right? You know what I mean? Like you just they include like groove couplings and threaded couplings, and you got to put forty fives that meet up, elbow that go yeah, up, yeah, and it, yeah. it all looks oh. everything. And you got to solder like a, solder pieces and every all of wow. it. Yeah, welding. All that good stuff, right? Yeah, so a lot of and stuff that the apprentices aren't even really experiencing or no. even doing, they have to, you know, perform, figure it out on, the figure it out on this competition. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So for us, you you compete locally in, in, with your state, and then I believe you go to Vegas. And I think that if you win the Vegas one, then we would go to the one he's referring to. Yeah. yeah, well, we, we just hosted it, right? It was uh, the, the ad. Um, I'm trying to see here now. There's any good pictures I can show you. But, um, yeah, like, they're doing all, like, containers and stuff like that and putting suppression systems in the containers so you can just walk in and it's all there. And, yeah. and our, our, like, the valve stations and all that are all built and it's all on uh, wheels, right? So... Everything is just there, and it can just connect, and then they got a big, huge tank and, and the fire pumps and all that stuff, right? So they get everything, you know, the jockeys, the whole, the whole nine yards, right? Hands-on. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. We're going to spread the word because one of the things that I always talk about is in a vocational school, and I don't know if this is the way it is up in Canada, but down here, a vocational school, you wouldn't have a sprinkler shop. You would no. have automotive and plumbing and carpentry and electrical, right, right. but there wouldn't yeah. be a sprinkler shop. No, or even a pipe fitter. So most people don't know that it is uh, an option. Right, yeah. right, 100%. I mean, uh, if my father wasn't in it, I would have no idea. I went to go talk to a wrestling uh, team, and uh, they don't know what the heck I'm talking about. You know... Um, Oh, yeah, I don't know if you can see that. That's all like the rocks and stuff like that, right? All oh yeah, we rocks. see that. That looks awesome. Oh, those are yeah. some heavy duty racks. Oh dude, it's just wet. Oh, those are they're on wheels? Yeah. And <clears throat> Bobby. Hey, that's cool. BC the Spring, <laughs> local eight fifty three is a solid union. My buddy Patrick works out there. You know Patrick, Patrick Wayne? What's up, yes, Teague? Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. He's uh he, he's He's one of the fellas that I, I figured would have been on to you guys. And uh, if you haven't connected with him, uh, I'll get him connecting with you because 
He'd be a colorful character to have on, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Patrick, I'm writing it down. I want to get Patrick yeah, on. Yeah. Reach out, Sprink. Chris, yeah, see what you can say him. if you can get if you hey, can get a hold of him. A, uh, a Higgins 18, um, he's my apprentice. He's also my, my sister's uh, boyfriend. He's in the chat tonight. What's up, Alex? I don't see that. I want to have him on. He's right on the BC. Hmm. It's not popping up for me. Patrick will get what's on up? soon. What's He's up, busy boom? lately. Yeah. So, what do you guys on. have on the agenda today? Anything exciting? Yeah, I was at a factory where they make bearings. Um, it was not a safe inspection. Uh, we had to get on racks. Uh, we had to tie off to uh, a lot of high areas underneath um, where they forge and melt down the the bearings and the metals. And uh, three years ago, a fire sprinkler guy uh, doing an inspection, he fell and he died. Um, so it was it was very uh, very nerve wracking, you know. And I had my apprentice, and in the very and then in the earlier in the day before we had our conversation, um, he was kind of like doing his own thing and over here and over there, not really like staying close to me. And it, it became a, a safety uh, hazard. Um, so we really had to have a conversation. After the conversation, we. He got, he stayed close and he listened and he was kind of following my directions. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it was a long day. It was 12 hours. 12 hour inspection day? Yeah. And then I had a, a four inch star valve that um, that I could not reset. So I had to leave that uh, red tagged. Oh, wow. Yeah, I tried twice. And then, you know, I, it was even on shop air. So it aired up really fast. It was just I couldn't, I couldn't get it to reset. I even second time I got a like a fire sprinkler hose with a fire nozzle and I just sprayed the crap out of it. I got a, I um I got some steel wool cleaned it. I mean it was wouldn't pretty. And I just no wouldn't see. I even got uh, I put some like some water in there through the cup, and um I couldn't. You weren't gonna toilet it. paper it. No. Huh? <laughs> Maybe a. Maybe some ice, you know. You may or may not have there. toilet papered a couple of uh, dry valves in my day. <laughs> <laughs> it, it works, you know. Uh, my shutdown got my it. shutdown got canceled today. They like they led me on until like it was eight a.m. You know, we we, we usually a six o'clock start, so we're sitting around for two hours waiting for a shutdown, and then they're like, it doesn't get confirmed yeah. that it's canceled until about after coffee. It's like nine thirty. So then you gotta, they'll, they'll, you know, they usually will pay. I hit them with a slip for kind of just like wasting my time, but. Yeah. So earlier in the year, um, I was in um, uh, accounts management as well as acquisitions. And one of our one of the big brand new high rises in Atlanta is my account. So we did the inspection there. Tomorrow I got eight hours on five heads. So tomorrow's gonna be a nice easy day. <laughs> what, what are you just changing them out? I'm just I'm just swapping them. Are they, oh, in the fire are, they, are they painted? Oh. Yeah, there's uh, five. I guess they are painted in the uh, in the fire pump room, and I'm just swapping them. Oh, that's a that's nice it, easy man. room to be in too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, right. Everything Who right cares? there, ready to go. Uh huh. Boom. And I don't have to worry about water. I'm just gonna dump it. And... Nice. Yeah, yeah. Every day. You deserve there's that after this long right day. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll be at Starbucks for you know four hours after I get done with this. Higgins, yeah. what up? Thanks for joining. Oh, I see him now. What's up, Higgins? 
Yeah. He's a good I guy. can't see the comments and I don't want to use my phone to watch them because then it's all both of them. Oh. Talking, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Higgins, uh, he's a good person to weigh in on this. Um, but, you know, I brought up that um, I had trouble with my apprentice today. And, and we had some serious conversations. Um, and it was just like he was doing his own thing. And it was either slowing us way down or he was like trying to take control, but act like he doesn't know what he's doing at the same time. And it was just and especially in that kind of uh, atmosphere, it was was not good um but what i like to do is um i kind of let them follow me right and then when we went when we get to a situation like example like a drive out i ask them how do you approach this okay what if you do this what if you do that or if we're doing pipe fitting right okay how would you approach fixing this and then i kind of make them think of things well and yeah i try to, i do the same thing get them. a little answer out of them yeah yeah mm -hmm. evolve you know involve them in everything uh alex would you say that i did that with you um i'm interested to see what alex says how what is like being an apprentice with me versus someone else they'll remember the moment him. more if you you know put them on the spot rather than just tell them this is this and yeah. this is that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But I think I think you evolve too as as a fitter teaching an apprentice too, right? Like, you know what I mean. And some some of them just can't be taught. <laughs> <laughs> and some guys just aren't good teachers. Yeah, well, there's that, right? A lot of guys. You don't there's sign not. up to be a teacher. You sign up to hang pipe and be a sprinkler fitter. Yeah. But you know, it's really up to you to make sure you got a good apprentice. Hopefully, you got your back someday, and you know, can perform yeah. well. Well, if yeah. that guy's on a truck with you, you better be a good fella, right? That's right. Yep. You have hey. a lot of long days if you don't. Yeah. You see, you see, Chris, Brian. He's gonna call you tomorrow about a pump question. All right. Cool. Yeah. Call me. Yeah, I like to show the like even if and and you gotta gauge the apprentice too by what year they're on and what they've experienced and you, sometimes Absolutely. you might get a third or a fourth year, but maybe they've been doing the same thing for three years straight. Um, you Wrong. can't expect yeah. them to be yeah. up to speed if they're still it's their first time. Oh, you're a third year, but they've never seen it then you know yeah, you have to, you have to say, teach them after about like i want to say like three months with alex now we were doing inspections um i would just like you go you know i'm right behind you you're doing all this and i'm just gonna watch you you know correct them if he makes a mistake yeah that's, yeah, that's it yeah. right exactly that's it you guys have linseed oil and cement i heard you guys talking about doping all that the other day and <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that that's that's a question. Um, yeah, linseed. I haven't heard of that. No, no. I mean, they're oh, you mix those two together and it turns green, and it is the nastiest stuff ever. It's like what? A, yeah, dude, and it don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the next guy. So, so what do you what do you, what do you, what's your preference? Dope and tape, tape and dope, one the other. Uh, you know what? I, I the last the last company I was working for there was uh. Was dope and then tape. Oh, okay. It's Company cleaner tape. that way. But it's cleaner. Yeah. 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 But if you're gonna have an apprentice like laying all this stuff out for you and everything else like that, you're you're kind of wasting your time. You do both, right? Because yeah. if it's not fresh, it's that that tape is done. It's yeah. absorbed all the dope and. But yeah, that is true. Do you um do you dope or do you dope heads? 
Like if you were like swapping the heads that I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, see, I only take. Only you tape, see that, huh? Bobby? No. Nope. Yeah. See that, Bobby? <laughs> yeah. No, you're doing both, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I put dope and tape on every thread. Okay. All right. Every and yeah. all threads, except again, yeah. maybe not, not hose connections or, and I don't put them on the threads of a union, but I'll put dope on the face of a union. Okay. What do you think of that? But that's uh, is brass, like you snug that up. I just like like that metal. The metal just always eggs me out. Metal, the metal. There's nothing yeah. there, so I just put a little dope right on the face of the union where they meet. Makes me feel better. Doesn't uh, doesn't leak ever. Huh? <laughs> Bobby's never. Uh, your fittings never leak. Never, never leak. I went down. I went down with my bucket of tools as the jockey pump was jockeying up, and I just flipped the fire pump on, and I'm on my way. It'll oh. Nothing's leaking. Man, I had <laughs> I I had one of those pop on me one time, man. What it is it? A, a head? No, uh, uh, the the fire pump panel. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, you had up. one explode. You had one blow up. Oh, dude, yeah, it blew up, started smoking out of the thing and everything. Let's hear but about I was that. Always, always just just stand away from it and put it up, right? Oh man, that that got Whoa. my heart going. I I was freaked right out. I bet. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. So you did it when you when you. I turned it on and it popped. It, oh. and it popped apart in inside the uh, the fire pan, uh, the the controller, and it it like it started smoking instantly, and I just I froze. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I just like started like you know I was like what's gonna happen now, right? Like yeah. one bang and the thing's smoking, and I just. I was kind of paralyzed for a minute before. I, I don't like, blame yeah. you. That's crazy. That's what I was thinking yeah. about this panel that I had to shut off. The thing's from like the 1960s or something. I'd never seen yeah. a panel like that. A fire pump rack, I, I fire pump you, controller. I saw you do that. No, it just, I, it brought right back to memories, man. Oh, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just, at that point, I wanted to go home, but then like the DMs later, there was a couple people like, watch out. Those are the ones that blow up. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, I, like, I liked how it was in the in the in the pit though. That was cool, and you showed all that. That was yeah, awesome. That was it's cool. like uh, you, so quick. To, that's why you never stand in front of them. You always like come over to the side. Oh, because the door will blow yeah. off. But the, the my, door, yeah, like, so what about so what about how we're always taught to like prop? You know, you want to prop the fire pump door open, especially if it uh, the fire pump room door. You want to prop it open if it opens in, or if it what whatever. Uh, I was underground, man. You're in a pit. You're in like a confined space with that fucking old pump, that old controller. There's no door to pin open. <laughs> no, no. Did you yeah, see that exhaust that leak? Float to the top, right? So what was it? Exhaust leak? <laughs> yeah. So I posted a, a uh, I think it was on, I think I posted a reel of the, the, uh, the diesel engine, um, that had an exhaust leak. And then, and then in the fire pump room, you had the levers for the exhaust, right? But the, there was no fan to push it out. So then we were just in there trying to like just get this done, you know. But it was cycling. So if a diesel engine, trying to um, look even right if, now. even so, if you, how can I explain this better? So if a diesel engine is cycling, like you have your finger on the on the stop button on the controller, and this is cycling. Is cranking and stopping, cranking and stopping, cranking and stopping. It, even if you think that you have all the valves shut, um, it's very sensitive. Typically, a diesel engine is very sensitive to any kind of water fluctuation. 
So it needs to be a static water. So you need to hold it, let the pump cycle, open the valves. So if you, on your discharge side, you wanna open that valve and then have all the water stagnant pressure, and then you'll be able to turn it off. Really? Uh, it can get in, yeah, but it can get intimidating. You know, you think, man, you know, the uh, all the valves are off, right? And this pump is is cycling, and they can't turn off. I'm like, what the? You know, a lot of people are like, what the crap? What do I do? You know. So, but it's very sensitive. Like electric pumps are not like that. You press the button, it's off. Yep. Boop. Yeah. Oh man, the chat is popping off. What do we got, Chris? Chris Pipe. I have an 18-year-old apprentice, and he's doing great so far. He's on his test on Wednesday. What test? He's got an apprentice test. 18 years old. That's the best. That's when they're really spongy. Wish him luck. We wish Chris's apprentice great luck. Yes. Yeah. Doom. Uh, Bill taught me tape and then dope. Tape then dope. Held a message for reasoning. Ooh, auto mod. We held a message back for bullying. We'll allow a post in the chat. Oh, because you, because, because Chris, because Chris, 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 Chris dropped the R word. Oh, oh. oh my gosh! How do we turn that off? Um, I, I it's probably we're all we're all yeah, sprinkler fitted. Yeah. Sure oh, I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can allow we'll it. We'll be okay. I can allow the R word here. It says, um, let's see. He's got a vit. He's got a VFD controller down in the Atlanta. Ran into my first one in Virginia today. VFD controllers. Got any VFD controllers down in Atlanta? I ran into my first one in in VA today. VFD controllers. He's asking you if you ever seen. <clears throat> I've never seen a VFD. Is that the name of the company? Is this VFD? VFD. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of, all right, BC. Speaking of retard, uh, another pump tip. So if you have a retard uh, chamber and it will not seat, like it, it's still like leaking by and everything. Um, leave it open, turn that pump on and, and, uh, run it with that pressure. Typically, sometimes they'll, um, push everything out of the check valve or the filters and all that. Oh, you and think there's you a bunch of stuff stuck in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then typically it's fine. There's a lot of times. So like, for example, if any of y'all are, uh, doing inspections, sometimes you'll do the inspection without a, the pump on. So you're running it at city pressure. And that that uh, retard chamber, the water motor gong, is not used to that. So it, it would leak by, and, and then but before you fail that, you need to run it with the pump on. That's a good tip. Tips and tricks by Bry. Right. You guys, you guys have exhausters down there for dry exhausters. systems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we call them exhausters? I think we're calling them. Uh... Is that like a dry air pack? It's like an accelerator. It's like an accelerator. Yeah, at the end of the system. It helps. Like, just to get the air out. It helps the air come out quicker if it's not. If usually you put in a big system, if you can't get the air out in time to get water to the end type deal. Is that what it is? I never. Yeah. yeah, I never. Yeah, I was just, I was just gonna say, if you ever come across that on a service call and you gotta, you gotta. Take your time, clean it all up, make it all nice and pretty in there, and figure out where the air comes. Like, and just turn it on a bit. Go grab yourself a coffee, <laughs> and come back. Well, they're so sensitive, dude. Like, you put the air on, and they'll just pop, and then you got to start all over again. 
right? So you got to make sure all it's all nice and clean inside, and then just put the air on ever so lightly and walk away. Yeah. A finicky exhaust. A finicky exhauster. Yeah. Oh, they, and and because they're at the end of the system, you know all the good stuff that's inside the dry system. It all gets pushed there. Yep. Yeah. So it's just nasty. So speaking of um, systems, um, when you air after you get done draining up and then you're putting water back on it, do y'all do anything special to relieve the air? Like are you always opening up the inspection test? Yes. Um, in order to yeah. get all the air out and letting it. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah, like I, I heard uh, Bobby say there the other day, like get get the air out because you're coming back for a service call, and it's it's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get it out. Yeah. I'll just go so drain you don't, it. You, drain it from a drum so drip. You, so if it's a wet system and there uh you cannot locate the inspector's test. Do you just leave the drain open and kinda like punctuate it? How do you get that air out? What are you saying? When I go to fill a wet system? You yeah, can't find you, anywhere to drain the air. So yeah, on if, the opposite side. So on my in, Typically, in my experience, I'm always like on a dual-fed system, and I can always push it out that other side. But I have no problem just dumping water into it and having air pockets at the end. I'm a firm believer; it kind of just all settles in there. And if it's like a huge, huge system, then you might get like a fault, like a bubble move, and then you get a false trip. But that's so rare. Well, I would think at a big system, you would have an inspection test somewhere but yeah sometimes you can't find it like today there was a factory because i'm doing five-year internals um so like i was taking branch lines out and not you know not the whole thing checking it out uh yeah yeah yeah. but when i would fill it up some of them i couldn't find inspector's test and i was like we're gonna run the main drain for a while you know and then hopefully just do the best we can well a lot of times you get the new riser the zone controls that come and the test and drain is right there Mm-hmm. So that the, people aren't going to put an inspector's test on that system because you have it right there to test no. your flow. Right. Exactly. So you just but you guys, have you guys still have the excess pressure pumps on your wets, right? Say again. Or, or excess pressure pump, or do you, you guys have? I heard you say retard chambers. Is that is that what stops you from having false alarms? Is a retard chamber? Yeah, it helps. So a retard. Yeah, a uh, small amount, I would think. Um, but I don't think it's going to – so a retard chamber – by the way, um, I guess there was a lawsuit or some – I forgot. Uh, they are no longer calling them retard chambers. Um, they are changing those. So you, mm-hmm. you're we're not – Because of the R word? Yeah. Yeah, so a retard chamber is no longer I have a couple uh, of them, and acceptable. it still says it on there. Yeah? Yep. Don't be offended. It's an actual thing that's in a sprinkler system. It is. But it, it is. We're sorry. Trick question. Retard yeah. chambers need to be removed per code. Coming in by no. B, coming in by Chris. I don't know. No. No, they're it's, still used it's widely. Canada, right? Huh? Uh, where's BC? Oh, he's in Virginia or Virginia. Uh, I think so. Virginia, where you at, Chris? No, 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 I know he's in Vegas. Did. I think he's in Vegas. Okay. They are taking <clears throat> out uh, hose cabinets and hoses. Test like to get in the advanced Atlanta. apprenticeship program. Oh, he's going to yeah, get in the advanced apprenticeship program. Well, that's cool. 
So how does this go? So you have apprentice, you have advanced apprentice, you have journeyman, then what? So our, we have step. We have you're in a step program. The way that we, the way that it works for us, in every six months you advance a step and you get a little raise and you gain a little knowledge. But it really just you go by year. Like you would consider them a first year, a second year, a third year, a fourth year. After your fourth year, you actually get your journeyman card, and you're a, a journeyman in Massachusetts where I am. And then you'll have to do another two thousand hours with the local. You'll be getting paid like 95% of a fitter, um, but you're still considered like an apprentice for that fifth year. For the fifth year, yeah. That's similar. Yeah, okay. to, uh, yeah it's like that's a UA yeah, thing, right? Do, they do uh, basic, intermediate, and advanced schooling. So um, with that, does your dues go up as well as you progress? No, dues are a flat thing for us. Yeah. Very cheap. Okay. Yeah, the okay. yeah the apprentice yeah you got to pay the dues from the start. Yeah, yeah, and I I believe I'm not sure if it's still, but I think well when I started we had to to uh, pay an initiation fee. Oh wow! To get in, yeah, yeah, at the beginning. But I mean, you know, for the amount of dues you pay to be in the union, I, I know our healthcare and everything is different from you guys down there, but um, you know, all the benefits you get for being a union. Pipe fitter is just incredible. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay. The retirement now, alone. Uh, the retirement alone will push a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> there has been some changes in schooling here in in Georgia, and um, to be honest with you, I'm not going to get on a huge rant about it, but I am. I'm not happy with it. Um, when I first started, so we had. Um, when I first started, yeah, we had seven tests. So you had to go in and take seven tests, two for level one, three for level uh, two, and then two for level three for NFBA 25 for inspection license. Um, and then, so it went from seven, then it went to two, right? And then within your, after uh, six months, you can get your waiver. So you get your level one, you get your waiver, then you can do inspection. And then they change it from seven tests to only three. This has been within the last four years. And then now um, there's no more waiver. This is as a new state law of this year. Um, there is no more waiver. You have to have a level two in hand. So level two basically takes two years, right? And then you get your state license at level two, no longer needing the level three. So it's just, and then I heard, now I don't know if this is true, I heard this uh, this week from an apprentice. He said that you can go to a school, uh, which the state law makes it where you no longer have to go through NYSET. Is NYSET's customer service and everything's terrible. You can go through the same school as what they have in Florida. Um, I'm not sure of the name, but he said basically you go in there and do a couple of tests after a classroom, you pass it and get your level two. So I just... I don't know. They make it difficult, and then they're trying to also give it away at the same time. It's just like mm. I think it needs to be difficult, you know? Right. Yeah, it should. Is be. there is there a union there as well, or just? Um, no. if there is a union, I'm not aware of it. I think they're just private companies. If there are any of them that like are attached to a, a union, as in union laws, or you know everything that comes with a union. Then, uh, then I guess they are, but I haven't heard of one. But they're still training you. 
Uh, so you get attached to someone in the field and it, how your training goes, the duration of your training is all up to however the company decides to, I mean, you can, I could, I could start today as an apprentice, be with a guy for three months and then the company could put you me in a truck. So oh, wow. there's no real, yeah, there's I, no real true rules. I think the Traveler's Local kind of controls Atlanta, six, the local 669. 669, yeah. 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 Okay. Like in Boston, in the greater Boston area, all the unions are very strong. Not just the Sprinkler so, uh, Union. Every every union in Boston is strong, and we have – the contractors are really only hiring – they're only hiring us on, on a lot of these jobs within 30-mile radius of, of Boston. Not to say that there's not non-union in there, but it's just because the union is so strong, the contractors just try to keep it cordial, I think is how it is. Yeah. I need to find someone at the 669 and then uh, get them on here and kind of tell me what's going on in Atlanta because I've been, I guess, out of that loop. And I've been in like four companies. And 669 is in Atlanta. Oh, well, SNS is down there. So Chris already knows. Chris is going to get us that. someone from 669 oh, on the show. There you go. 669 in Atlanta. SNS is down there. You hear SNS, Sprinkler? Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. un- That's so. a union sprinkler company. Okay, cool. There you go. In Atlanta, local 669. We're going to get one of them guys on here. When we get really that's busy awesome. in Boston, we bring we bring in tra- we bring in travelers, they call it, and at 669 guys. Do they get paid like traveling nurses? Is that my They pick about they that. pick up the local 550 rate, yep. Dang! All right, I'll do Which that. Is and I'll like, quit the club. I don't know. It's it's, it's <laughs> up there a lot. A lot of, put it this way: they 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 love it. They love it. No one's complaining about it. Yeah, we work yeah. Thir- uh, four nines here, thirty six hours. What about you guys? For, what? Oh, it, man, I've... oh yeah, thirty six hours. Thirty six hours per per construction. That's right? pretty cool. No, so I'm tell... I'm still doing eights, four eights. And now yeah, I, I just but, I just wrote yeah. myself in for this Friday night thing and then this Sunday morning thing. So I tell my company I don't care um, what they do with me during the week, but I get forty at least. And, I, and then I tell them any any late night service call, any um, emergency call, they are welcome to call me at any time. I just uh, every other Friday I'm gonna be with my boys. Um, and then, you know, if I work at the club at night, you know, obviously I'm working at Right. I'm not drinking or anything, I'm working, but I'm still employed by them and have responsibilities. So the thirty six hours, is that what does that do for like that doesn't do anything for your health care or any you you can still get all that stuff, all the benefits are still full? Yeah. All the benefits are all full, everything's full, and you pay your uh your benefit package is thirty two hours to pay what we have to pay into it to get the services, huh. um, you get your pension, all that stuff, and then anything else uh, above and beyond that is double time. Hour thirty-seven is double time. Hour thirty-seven is double time. Oh, you prick! Hour, That's cool. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah. People should have time with their families, right? You know what I mean? Like, and that's yep. why overtime started because. You know, if it was up to the employers, for most of the time, you'd be working at least six, if not seven days a week, right? Yeah, uh-huh. So, Four you know. nines, baby. Yeah. Four 36. Nines. Here we go. 
Can we do four nines? Like, can like we do four nines but still get forty in the check though? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thirty-six. I need that. A lot of people are liking that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. I would love that. So I did have uh, someone reach out and they asked me if we could talk about uh, freezing pipes, which I, I've done a, a few times. So <clears throat> you get this liquid nitrogen. We go in, uh, particularly like on a feed main. If you're going to drain something that is going to drain a majority of the hospital, you can't. You just can't do that. Or any building, for instance. Just like you can't drain consecutive floors, you can't just like take down a whole standpipe. That's So what yeah. we would do is we would implement the freeze. There's no isolation. So you get these guys... You, it's a special company. I'm not doing, I'm not the freeze guy. You hire a special freeze company and someone picks that tab up and it's usually not me. Um, I'm doing a shut, I'm doing a shutdown for you in your building and you're required to shut it off. And that's usually how this building operates. I don't spin the valves. So if there's no valve, then they pay for a freeze and the guys will come and we'll do it like a week ahead of time. We'll drop off all the liquid nitrogen, these big canisters on wheels. Nice. And they get this, uh, it, like if you're doing eight inch, it's basically like a 12 inch sleeve kind of cut in half and they put it over and they clamp it together and they stuff it with plumber's putty all around the cracks, some kind of substance like plumber's putty. And they just inject the liquid nitrogen directly into this sleeve that's around, it's like two feet long and it, wherever they want to put it. And in this circumstance, we were on like an eight footer with elbows on each side, which I was nervous about because... Again, at this this was my first time freezing during the the situation I'm talking about, and it fucking breaks, doesn't it? You freeze pipe, it breaks. That was always my experience. So when they mention this, in the, I'm in a big time meeting with project managers and and all kinds of important people, and they're like, all right, well we'll just freeze it. I'm like, freeze it. This is an eight inch sprinkler main with 205 psi. You're not just gonna freeze it. They're like, oh yeah, you know they they. I just had never heard of it before, and uh, this particular line was where all the hose valves were off of, so it just, yeah, you had to take the whole thing down. So we went to where we were, and you just, the freeze guy, after a few hours, I think it took him about four hours. It goes to, like, negative 200 degrees. And, and just, what are you doing it? What's the purpose? Um, so for, for this, there was an 8-inch feed main in this in this portion where they were we were doing an emergency room renovation. And this 8-inch feed main was just low, and it was in the way of everything, um, especially because of COVID. And now there's all this new things in the hospitals where you have to have two or three. Maybe we can get a, a duck guy on here to talk about it. But the duck work systems changed recently. Like, they have to add so much more air. If you're in a hospital setting or a procedure room, each room has to have its individual VAV in the, you know, if this guy's sneezing in this room, the sneeze isn't coming out of this guy's mm -hmm. vent type thing. So they <laughs> had to add, it, guess, they right? had to add a lot of duct work and this eight inch main was in their way. So they came in, they said, can you move it? And I just said, yeah, sure. So we had to move it in three locations. So I would, so I had, I worked on this for weeks. You would put an elbow next to an existing elbow that I was going to turn and I would run a big portion of new eight inch, cap it off, test it, get it signed off. I'd have to tie it in here, tie it in here, and, and tie it into this to this standpipe. And then you, we did that three times. So you, I froze it here, and there was a dry system way down at the end. The freeze guy just looks at you and says, yeah, you should be good. Should, it, uh, <laughs> should. I love that word. <laughs> you should. should be good. So oh, yeah, should be I went fine. downstream to the dry <laughs> valve, and I, I, I just opened the drain, and I, we just watched the gauge, and the gauge just dropped. And eventually the water stopped. 
And then we were all just there at that coupling, man. And we took the coupling off, and you, you're looking inside at ice. And I just, and I know that there's 200. Actually, there was an elbow I was looking at, but you could see like, like, uh, it was like a scary movie, like smoke coming out of it. And I knew there was just 205 on the other side of it. And we, uh, we, Oof. we slapped a butterfly. We, we slapped a check valve, uh, a flow switch. And one of the big, most important things on it is that we tapped a mechanical T on the ice plug side of the butterfly with the butterfly closed. Then we introduced water to this mechanical T, which was, had a two inch globe valve that we put on. And we put, I put 205 in there. So that ice plug wouldn't move because as soon as you get everything together and the, the freeze guy says, all right, you're okay. Then he just starts taking his thing off. That thing's still plugged for like two hours. And you can just see it like, it's just so cold. It's like dripping, uh, it's just it's such a crazy experience. And then That's if you so didn't sketchy. if you didn't have matching pressure on the end, it would just be a bullet and it would just take that elbow off. Oh, yeah, come yeah, out yeah. like a BB gun. And then uh yeah. so then after that whole process, this was uh we had 20 guys on a Sunday. And I think I spent 18 hours on site that day from like midnight. I got there at midnight to meet the freeze guys and move a hangar and we were there. I was there till like that following night. And once we filled the whole thing up, one of my tie-in pieces was an 8-inch T. I had everything capped. Everything was tested, hydro-tested. I tested it all to, uh, I think I went to 275. I was going to go to 255. I wanted to go 50 pounds over what I was going to see. And I think we went a little bit above that. The only thing I couldn't test was that fucking T. And we put that 8-inch T in, and then we had to wait for the to jockey up and fill, and it had a sand hole. 8-inch Vic T with a fucking sand hole. And I and, and at this and so we uh, we had already released half the crew. We had already been there for so long, so we, it was jockeying up. It was taking forever. And then, luckily, we had a guy that could get into the shop, and we had an eight-inch tee at the shop that we could toss in. We had to redrain the whole thing, but this time it had a butterfly in a drain that we had just put in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was it was quite a day, and that was like my first freeze experience. And then after that, they just started booking them. We did like half a dozen. Uh, that's still scaring me, man. I've seen the pipe split right down the center, you know, from freezing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's so scary. Well, these guys Ooh. say because it's only that two-foot piece, it can it expands yeah. this way both ways. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where if they were to freeze the whole thing, that's when it breaks. I don't know. It's definitely nerve-wracking, especially it's in so a, hosp a hospital pressure. setting. Yeah, so much pressure. Yeah. Now, um, I was not a part of this, um, neither was it my company, but I had a friend who was overlooking uh, this project. It was at a super high-end um, hotel, and like really high-end hotel here in Atlanta. And it has one of the highest rated uh, restaurants in there as well. So you can imagine, right? Um, they were doing standpipe testing and they were actually doing the correct standpipe testing with the fire pump. And um, they had a back to back 90 on one of the top floors and um, uh -oh. it blew out, bro, oh, blew out with the pump. I think it was a six or eight inch main back to back 90. Boom. Oh, bro, water, water just going straight down the elevator shafts and rooms and uh and the um the staircase um but afterward they got it done uh the hotel was like all right we're gonna get it clean up when can y'all come back 
<laughs> like what? <laughs> we wow. need this done. <laughs> yeah. But that coupling was hang just hanging on. The coupling wasn't on, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it it couldn't have been. I don't think the coupling was on, right? Uh, I've seen some pretty scary stuff with couplings, you know. Me too, man. Just yeah. barely on. Oh man. I had a buddy. Hey Wayne, here. do you have some uh, flood stories for us? <laughs> <laughs> Throw back some Mick Ultras. Blowout Bobby, yeah. 275, goddamn. <laughs> no blowouts, kid. No blowouts, kid. <laughs> it's yeah. rated to 300. Well, I, got a, I, I got a one with uh, Walt Disney. Walt Disney took uh, two floors up uh, uh, downtown Toronto um, in the WSIB building, uh, 29 and 30th floor. And they wanted to make sure that the, the mechanical room up above was, it was sealed, right? Because if they had a leak up there, then once they start building their place, you know, they wanted to make sure it was sealed. So the guys thought that it would be a good idea to uh, take two hoses from the, the standpipe and they just flood the floor. <laughs> that would be proof. That the uh, mechanical room floor was leak proof. Oh, well, needless to say, we were on, on the 29th floor and it just started raining, man. It oh, was man. Everywhere. So many. Everywhere. Because not, not only did they put all that water on the floor, the fire, uh, they, they left the fire pumps on. So they all kicked on. It was just a mass amount of water in a few seconds. Like you guys know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much. <laughs> So everything's leaking everywhere. So like for a week and a half, they had people drilling holes and, and, and filling up the cracks and just trying to do all that, right? And this job was just go, go, go. And it was all like all uh, uh, hanging drywall down, but open above. So we had to put sprinklers above and, and then the sprinklers below, right? And uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying to the guys, okay, well, we got all the sprinklers above. I'm going to leave this, and then when we tie it all in together, that'll be fine. We'll just leave all this, do all this work. Got a two-inch loop going around. And uh, so anyway, I'm yelling at this drywall guy. Pissed off now. Don't put the drywall up, man. I got to do a tie-in there. Don't put the drywall yeah. up. Anyway, I tell Buddy to go do the tie-in and everything else. And going on, okay, yeah, we're ready. Ready to fill. And this guy, the same, they, they uh, the maintenance crews, they come up and they do the valve, right? So body opens the valve. <laughs> you hear the water going. But I'm hearing this weird noise, right? I'm like, what the hell is that noise? And then all of a sudden I realize that they didn't put the piece of pipe in to tie the system in. They took the plug out. But because Buddy put the drywall in there, the piece of pipe wasn't. And I'm going, and because the guy put the drywall there, the water hit the drywall and went this way. And I kind of got lucky because they were still cleaning up the mess from them upstairs. Oh, the, shit, uh, buddy. I love all that. in the same place. That, that sound, eh? That sound like, oh, there's something wrong. Something that water wrong. sound, man, oh, it will get you every time. Oh, too yeah. much, though. Oh, so I got, I got, one. I got, I got chat. Hold on, I got a chat on YouTube. I see Sprinkler Kid on YouTube. Wow, that's crazy. I was wondering what would happen when the ice melts. That's cool. Sorry, I never seen oh, chats on YouTube yet. 
What up, so Sprinkly I was an kid? Apprentice. I was at a uh, apprentice, and I'm walking into a stairwell, and there's like three other crews there. This is when I very first started, like uh, of age started, you know, because I was I did it before, but it was like under the table because I wasn't 18. Um, and I go into a stairwell, and then one of the foremans are like, he's like unscrewing a cap on on a uh, standpipe. I was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "It's a wet standpipe." No, no, it's dry. But right be like right behind it, where he's pulling it, is a freaking gauge. <laughs> Reading like 150, I was like, "It's the gauge." He's like, "No, it's 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 broke. <laughs> this is a dry." But right in front of me, I'm below him, right below. And he's unscrewing it, right? Boom. Water just starts flooding the stairwell. I'm soaking wet. I I almost fell. Like, I'm holding on to the, the railing. I'm like, just shut it off. Shut it off. <laughs> just, it's I, you know, well, I think sometimes you just kind of get a in a routine, you know? And, I, and, of course, we all know that being in a routine is dangerous. But he just, I don't think he thought about it. He was just like, oh, it was right, somewhere else. This. Yeah, yeah, you see that you see that white foamy water. You... <laughs> Micro bubbles. If it's fucking tight, if the if the sprinkler head doesn't wiggle, you know, yeah. if you, even if it's in a few threads, it should wiggle. It should yeah. wiggle, you know. And in a situation where maybe you have a lot of trapped water, it wouldn't right wiggle as good. But you know, I can tell if it's live every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, take it off slow. I got a, uh, I got a OSHA is the safe story. Um, back when I was, I had just got my journeyman and I was, I had my 18 or 19 year old apprentice that we became buddies. We're still very good buddies. Um, he had just got an iPhone. iPhones were kind of just getting big and he had just got one. He was like uh, texting all the girls all the time. We were up working on a boom lift. And of course I'm doing, if he's on the phone, I'm doing all the work. Right. So I, uh, and nobody try this. Um, I took his, I unclipped him and I clipped him onto the, uh, I clipped him onto the sprinkler line, and I just slowly started to take. I slowly started to take the boom down, right? And he's like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on," and, you know. And I was like, "No, I'm not holding on. Get off your fucking phone." So I just, I know I went down. So his feet were like three, three, four feet off the basket. I was like, "Are you done texting? You gonna help me today?" And he's like, "Just fucking," you know. And uh, the foreman caught me. Um, I was just a, I was just a journeyman at the time, and. Luckily, the foreman's down there. I was like, oh, shit. I thought I was in big trouble. The foreman's like, hold on. Let me get a picture. This is awesome. Um, it was uh, little Bobby just hanging there. I tor- I tormented that poor guy. Shout out no, to little I've Bobby. i never heard of that. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was good. That don't, no, yeah, but the nobody ones you tra- care the most about is the ones you torment the most, right? Oh, yeah. I put him through it all. He was like my first. I just got my journeyman, and they were like, here's a brand new apprentice. And I'm like, oh, this poor bastard. Uh, so I, I got to, so I would tell him I, and I got him to do this multiple times. Sorry. Sorry, little Bobby. Um, with the extension cord, a hundred foot extension cord, like in cold weather, I always did. And I was honest when I said this, that I was always, when I was an apprentice, I would stretch it out. I would like tie it to a, to a stud and I'd go a hundred feet away and I would, I would yank it and I would, I would wiggle it around and then I would roll it up. It rolls up much nicer, but with a young, dumb apprentice, I would tell him, go down there and pull. And so I would have my end, and he would have his end. I'd like, come on, pull it harder, and then I just fucking let go. <laughs> and the poor bastard fall right on his ass. And uh, yeah, he fell for that like three fucking times. Are yeah, you gonna let it go? It. I'm like, no, I won't let it go, dude. We really just gotta stretch it. I promise. And I would just fucking let it go. You gotta be prepared for everything. He right? came from McDonald's, so this was like his first year. I put him through everything. 
I love the sending my apprentices to a, a wrong size pipe wrench. I'm like, oh, <laughs> go get, yeah, go get me a 19. It has to be the 19. <laughs> yeah, the 19. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could keep going on about little Bobby. He's going to kill uh, me, but I had him looking for hours for the for the rod stretcher when he fucked up one of my rods. He cut the rod short. I told him he was going to get fired if he was wasting rod and go get the rod stretcher. And, uh, he, he went and got the foreman and I thought it was going to be a quick thing. And the foreman's like, nah, I, I gave it to another guy. I'll bring it in tomorrow. And he sent him back. He's like, just, just cut a new rod. He'll be fine. It was like, and the joke like didn't end that day. So it was like, nice. like fuck, this kid still thinks there's a rod stretcher. <laughs> So you know you were saying the other night there about uh, the the apprentice going to sleep in the truck and all that and getting yeah. them to yep. sound better for you, right? So uh, one of my apprentices, one of the best ones I had, right? He's like he's falling asleep in the in the in the seat and we're driving back and I'm pulling up beside this tractor trailer and I thought, you know what? So I get over nice and close to it and I go, <laughs> and he goes, all he sees is the truck. <laughs> shit fucking great you gotta have fun with them and 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 if you're an apprentice out there and this is what i was always told it's like it doesn't matter what they're saying to you they could be saying very mean things but if they're talking to you they like you and if they're fucking with you they definitely like you definitely and uh and and if you have someone that's not talking to you that's probably means they don't like you so if they're fucking with you just just go with it fuck with them back a little bit yeah Hey Alex, I don't know if you're still in here. Did I do anything to you that you could remember? I got a pipe stretcher. I got a pipe stretcher. <laughs> the skyhook. The skyhook's real though. Like I could, you could really do a skyhook. Pipe queen. The pipe What's queen's pipe on queen? here. But that's that's what we want to have on, right? Yeah. We want to yeah, have anybody on that wants little... to come on the show. We want to have you on. Just let us know. Yeah. Yeah, we're booked out a couple weeks. We're booking up. We could, we could squeeze you in next week, maybe someone if you wanted to. But oh yeah, we want the six six nine guy from Atlanta. We want to talk to him. For sure, I want to know what's going on. No, Higgins said is you that... didn't mess with him. Well, you better be ready, because <laughs> yeah. we're gonna be. Uh... <laughs> you gotta mess with him a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I uh. Now he's gotta be three feet. Always, right? Three feet from you. Right? Right. Shadow. I want you to be my shadow. <laughs> yeah. We were putting on... Uh, fighting a couple of guys. What did I tell? I told one of the apprentices to, uh, in, in front of another journeyman, I said, oh, yeah, so when we put these, we had a temp FTC we were putting on. I was telling them to dope the inside. It's like, put the dope on the inside, you know, because it was just one of them. It was six-inch threads, six-inch galvy threads coming out. You know, they always suck. And then so once I told them to dope the inside of threads, I said, all right, now... We're going to put the Teflon on the inside of the threads, too. So he's got the roll of Teflon. He's looking at it, and he's like, okay. And the journeyman that was right there just starts, fuck, he's trying to hold in the laugh so bad, but I think we gave it away. The apprentice was going to try to Teflon the inside threads. (laughs) Oh, shit. Sorry, Jay. That's awesome. That'll be character, that's for sure. Oh, he's fucked up. He fucked up now, bud. You shouldn't have said that, Higgins. (laughs) Yeah. I'm down to be on the show. I have a few stories of guys out here in California. Chris, Chris Pipe, awesome. The thing that I've noticed here with Twitch and with Instagram, I'm more familiar than Instagram than any, but uh, people aren't using the same name, so it fucks me up. So just hit, DM me on uh, on Instagram. We'll get you on the show. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So what do you have going now? You got Facebook, Instagram, what Twitch, it, We have them all. Uh, Whatever Facebook, you want, Instagram, we'll keep them Twitch, going. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Oh. We just did a TikTok. Um, I've been reluctant to do TikTok because of the Chinese, but I'm on there. And I did my first video, and it has 700,000 views right now. I'm shitting my pants. Nice. <laughs> That's crazy. That's, awesome. That's a lot of That's views. Awesome. I don't know where they're coming from. Are they fake? Yeah, they know. have to be fake. I feel like anytime an American watches it, they like they do oh, 20 views. One view yeah. equals 20 or I don't know. That's a lot of that's a lot of views. And like in an, in a one day time, but we're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're 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 on Twitch, YouTube. The show streams live on Twitch, YouTube and Facebook. I only thought you could comment on Twitch, but apparently I can read comments on YouTube as well. Uh, we also have a Discord, which has been pretty cool. Uh, Discord yeah, chat. The Discord is, is amazing. It's almost like a forum. Yeah. You can go in there and ask questions. You can go in there and fuck around. Um, you can send us pictures of Teague, whatever you want to do. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun in the Discord, and I'm always getting notifications about it. I can't even keep up with the thing. Yeah, right. and then uh, we will be on LinkedIn soon. Um, I think we're gonna uh do the approach on LinkedIn is just I think clips of the show like uh if we say some tips or something like that and just kind of keep it you know neutral on linkedin but nothing crazy and we're gonna also have everything on um all your all your streaming platforms that's in the works as far as like spotify apple music uh, yeah. uh stitcher there's 15 there's 15 um apps that we're gonna be able to upload to from these videos i'm i'm still figuring it out i'm a sprinkler fitter i'm not a i'm not a tech guy you know so i think like every few days we get one more platform and this is pretty cool being able to have this live and yeah again we appreciate you coming on we appreciate everyone coming on everyone commenting and joining us right now this is pretty cool fuck around discord I bought my first laptop because of this let's go (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's cool Like I got That's a pipe wrench. Awesome. What do I need that for? <laughs> yeah, and then That's what do we? Awesome. And then tomorrow we got Big Kev tomorrow. I don't know, shout out Big Kev's watching. He's uh yeah fitter He's from guy. uh fitter from Connecticut. Uh, specializes in pumps and he's starting his own gig, right? Yeah, he's fixing to start his own company. He's really excited, and uh, we're here to support him, and uh, we're excited for him. Uh, Wednesday, you know, uh, Wednesday we got Curtis from Victolic. Which is which I, I still haven't gotten a big tall shirt. Or it's pretty or cool. Hat. Well, well, after we're, we're gonna to we're gonna out like he's gonna show. Uh, he says he's got some stuff to show us. That's cool. He's got some new stuff, Victolic stuff to show us. So that that's cool. That's cool. We'll let him send a shirt next time. Yeah. Did you make that hat, Bobby? I got this hat from Sprinkler Life, the Instagram page. Okay. Um, shout out, shout out to Sprinkler Life. Okay. Always, uh, yeah. always supporting. He's a, he's a great supporter of the sprinkler industry. You can always shout out Sprinkler Life. He's got a uh, website type deal. You can get apparel, stickers. I, I'm always buying his stickers. Yeah. So go onto his site and he's got he's multi, all kinds of hats, stickers. I got like he's got the OnlyFans stickers that are set up like uh, what's it say OnlyFitters. Shout out, shout out to uh, Sprinkler yeah. Life. Send, maybe you can send me send me some sprinklers, for, some some yeah, stickers for putting you on the show. Only fitters. Nice. Hanging and banging. <laughs> my, my favorite. This is my favorite sticker. I like these ones. Yeah, there you go. So, like, if I when I do a big Where job and I, from? what's this? Where's he from? I think he's I in Canada. 
He's a mystery. Right, he's a mystery up. man. We tried to get him on the show. He likes. Uh, I think he likes to stay a little bit private. Too, uh... Yeah. It's all cool. Black water scent. <laughs> yeah, the thick stuff, right? The thick <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I like I love I love stickers. Yeah, that's yeah, that... my finger and got thick stuff on it. Thick stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. oh shit. No water. You know it's a sprinkler fitter. When... Yeah, the water's bad when you're calling it thick. thick. Actually, I gotta find out oh, if my man, wife was probably. able to save that shirt. I'm gonna get back to you guys. Um, thick stuff. Got there the dirty go. water, clean money for the truck. I have the whole collection of stickers right. from him. Yeah. That's the thing, man. He he really he started the movement. He started the movement on Instagram really, really for did. sprinklers. Um, I was always posting shit, but really just like to my friends and my family, I just kind of jamming it down their throat. And they're like, we don't really, they don't watch sprinklers. They don't know about sprinklers, you know. So it was cool to finally see a sprinkler page, and he's sharing everything. So I think ultimately yeah, it it, it, it linked me up with you guys. It linked me up with Brian. It linked me up with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's a good thing. Yeah. Let's keep that movement going. Yeah, we're really excited. You know, um, I really think that fire protection is amazing. Like, I think it, I mean, we're recession-proof. We're COVID-proof, obviously. We had to keep working. Uh, we're, we don't have to have that pressure, that concern as if we're going to work, you mm. know. Um, and I think that's great. And I think that this trade is, is incredible. I know it's been incredible for me, my father. Um and my father, my grandfather, but you know, third generation here, so it's a great industry. I just want to share it. You know, we're we're so small. You know, I know we're really new industry, um, but we need to all work together and uh, and share awareness. I guess I don't know. Yeah, First line share, of the yeah. share the awareness. Show what you're working on because we're not all working on the same stuff. Everyone's doing different shit. Yeah. I want to see it. Sprinkler mm. life, baby. You guys gonna make this industry even right. bigger? Yeah, let's grow it for real. Well, thank you. Thank BC you. the Sprink is getting a lot of um. I don't know why that why that's on here. We're gonna get rid of that, but apparently you can't say mofos. Let me see. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it this time, Chris. Why? Let me see these chat settings. I want to allow everything. Why is there a limit? I mean, <laughs> stand by. If we can say it, if we can say it on the job site, we should be able to shield say it on mode, the chat. shield mode, channel modes. Yeah, you're right. You're out of my pay grade now. He's got all the controls <laughs> over there. Chat, <laughs> chat appearance, chat highlights. I don't see anything about letting uh, Chris swear. Well, I'll figure it out on the next one. Promise. <laughs> The last one in, first one. Last one in, first one out. I like going in last because then I just know every, where everybody is. Uh, sometimes it sucks, but you're right. It is best to go last. On the on the last big job that we did, we were first. We were the highest on every floor, which is like when we started, we were like, oh, yeah, wicked cool. Um, then like when you got to go fix something or if something's wrong and you got to get up there and drill a mechanical tee and you're like pinned to the deck above everybody. Yeah. And then at the end of the job, man, you, like we couldn't see, you can't see any of the mains, all those beautiful mains that we have up there that are just braced and labeled perfectly are hidden above ductwork. You know, yeah. they're like, did you, oh, did you brace you gotta it? Go did you got to get up there again. Right? You got to get up there. Yep. I was finding myself having to go up there and take pictures of the seismic and the and the beautiful labels to prove that it was there because you couldn't see it because of the ductwork. We should always be first. What is it? You do a lot of seismic down there. Yeah, all of it. 
We don't. So much seismic. A new thing that just came out with seismic for us is that. So we're, they're real big with sleeves too. Like we don't, they don't want us coring the stairwells anymore. They don't want us coring on the floors. Right. They want the sleeve put in pre-pour, pre-rebar. Then you can't cut the pan till after. And you basically place it there. And then they rebar around it. And then they wire mesh around it. And then they pour the concrete. And then you come in later and you sawzall the pan out of the hole. The sleeve has to the sleeve has to stick up above the slab two inches, in case there's a flood on the floor, it won't go down the hole. The uh. friction the friction clamps for the standpipes can't sit on the fucking sleeve. So then you got to build floor stands for every friction clamp, on every landing. So picture I got I got four trunks of eight inch, and then a four inch standpipe drain, and then a six inch uh, fire department hose. And you usually would just have the friction clamp sitting on the ground, right? Any standpipe you see, the friction clamp's on the on the ground, on the stairwell. It's holding it's holding the standpipe up. And then they started doing the sleeve thing. We would put the friction clamps on the sleeve. I guess the sleeve was pushing the pan down. So we had to go and I had to drill these little three-inch stands for every friction clamp on every standpipe. The plumbers had to do it too. On wow. every one of their drains and anything going through the floor. That was a, that was a, one of the new things that we're doing. Like and that's like regarding to seismic. So BC says he has to do it every 40, 80 feet. 40, 80. Yep, that's 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 the same for us too. <laughs> yep, for every like you know change of direction, change of elevation, uh, um, every 40, 80 feet, longitudinal and a lateral. Yeah, it's really come a long way, man. It, it has. It really I'm, has. I'm, so Wayne, what do you think the future is? I mean, have you seen any? improvements or anything that comes out i know we're gonna get a big eye opener on wednesday i think wednesday's gonna be a really awesome uh show to show us some of the new things but have you seen anything new coming in um like well just those uh videos of well it's less work for us but the uh the sensor heads that you see in 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 um big open areas that pick the fire and, she and then spray yeah. down on it one head yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Had a big, massive room, and it just—it's all on sensors, right? And so are was people that people using that? That's I a sprinkler that fitter, or what? Chinese, like. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's where it's coming from. I, I haven't seen anything here, but I've just seen videos of it, right? Yeah, me too. And more and more of them. So, but hmm. at the end of the day, if something's going to put out the fire, uh, although I like our system now, you know. Right. Um, BC said it's in Asia. Asia. Level two, your That's auto it. mod settings. Auto mod is off. All right, there you go. Swear away, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Free reign. <laughs> auto mod's <laughs> off. You can say whatever the fuck you want in here. <laughs> Look at you guys go. China. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. China. Yeah. China. <laughs> Yeah. We've got an hour show on a Monday, baby. So yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Tomorrow we got Big Kev. Wednesday we got uh, Kurt from Victolic. Victolic. I, I don't think we have anything for Saturday. We want to do a Saturday show. We kind of do it midday for anyone who you know. I know this is late for some people, um, but we're thinking yeah. of the people on the West Coast who are four hours behind or three hours behind. Um, but we yeah, could we fit do someone in for Saturday at like two or three or whatever works for you. We're flexible on Saturdays. If you want it, someone could take it. Wednesday, we have James from Scotland. Um, nice. 
And that yeah, one's going to be cool. cool. Fitter and engineer. We can't wait to hear from uh, James from Scotland. We're also going to try think... to lock down like a fitter chick. We want yeah, a woman so in I... the industry. So I think she's going to come in on Monday or Tuesday. She's going to try to come in after school. Um, she might be on in the car headed home. We're working on it. So I've been talking to her and uh, she's going to come on. We'll, we'll figure it out. Because that's a rare thing. That's like, I forget what it is, like 5% or maybe even less yeah. of women in the industry. Yeah. We have a few, um, couple of them are in this magazine. They can do yeah, really, they I'm can going. do really good, man. I've I've seen them, oh, yeah. some, I've seen some successful fitter chicks. Oh yeah, that's what I gotta show you guys too. Look at that. Oh, is that like a little chamber where you set the heads off? Yeah, where they set the heads off. I think you guys have seen the video there. That's wicked cool. The trying to get the half inch ball valve in there. Oh yeah, the <laughs> slam valve. That's what that's yeah. from. Slam valve, that's what you guys call it, yeah. The slam valve, yep. Yeah. Half yeah. inch nipple with a half inch with a half inch ball valve. Save your life. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. I got a few of them. I literally carry a few of them just in case. Do you have a O five or O four on both sides? No, I'm just oh, a one one nipple guy. No, I go one both. of them I have a ho one of them better. I have half by hose in the back side of the ball valve case I wanna hook a hose to it. And then the other other one I just have I got a shorty, like an O2 with a valve, and then I got O6 with a valve. You never know. Okay. So I go like O6, O6. So it's long. I figured I could just kind of, you know, get in there faster. Don't do that. Hand motion like that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit valve. That's another one. Yep. Oh, shit yeah. valve, yeah. <clears throat> Rocket Man That's created definitely. it. Oh, shit valve. Man. LOL, shit. Oh, shit valve. Teague. I mentioned... I mentioned Monica today. They're like, "What, Monica?" Oh, I got a message Monica. about Monica. Um, he said yeah. it, he said he got a shop back version. Shit, let me pull it up. One I was guy talking said, about using a shop back today. Yeah, you gotta take a picture of Monica. I, I have a I, vi I have videos, but it's uh yeah, it's not good. So he says, <clears throat> "I wanted to let you know, you guys, we use the vacuum." brand shop vac which has a built-in pump that does not lose suction and discharges the water when it's near full and i was like what's the brand and he said the brand is shop vac we also have the drop master one drop master for larger hmm. that's yeah that's so uh it's clutch especially like if you yeah. said you go in like one of them high like uh high profile apartments or condos or whatever you need a vacuum dude i would pull ahead in the hallway so i'm not in someone's like kitchen Right. Like, no, get a little great. water in the corridor or whatever, and, and pull the head in the corridor and hook the vacuum up. Put your nipple job in that, and then hook the vacuum up to that. Yeah, I, I know. I love that. And I think uh, when we get to replacing sprinkler heads in those high-end high places, I think I'm going to definitely recommend the company purchasing those for us. And, you know, once I recommend that, and then if they shoot it down, then it's kind of their fault. You know, if sure. I Yeah. And yeah. try, I would try to, on both ends of the, if they just get you a cheap vacuum, I would try to reduce both ends of it to a garden hose. Because, mm. like, you, you're not going to, I mean, you're only going to go so far with a shop back hose. That's right. true. Try to get a garden hose coming out of both ends of that thing. <clears throat> I like what you said about the cardboard, too. When you pull the head, stick the cardboard up. Card, it works great. Yeah, and it just, awesome. just holds itself up there, and it only loses, yeah. and it will keep the suction for the next guy. But yeah. you, you really just should have a plug, half-inch plug or a one-inch plug, and you just, boop, you don't even have to tighten it. 
It'll just it will just suction itself there. Yeah, that's just awesome. <laughs> Something you don't think about, but it just works perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially. And then that's another reason why we have this show to to share those things that we've learned over the years. Transfer pump. No, so we uh, we're talking about like uh, a vacuum. So Dropmaster makes a sprinkler vac that specializes in it, but uh, you can use a regular old shop vac and you create negative pressure within the system. And if you've ever drained a system quick and you and, and you're the one that gets to pull that first head, you can you usually can yeah. feel a little bit of that suction. Yeah. Um, I'm always banking on that suction, especially like when I did that Friday shutdown on the ninth floor. Let it drain, let it drain quick, and but you gotta you gotta try to pull that head while it's still draining and it still has that siphon going because if you just let it all drain, then you won't have it. <clears throat> it's a fine little mm-hmm. medium you gotta find there. Yeah. But it's a great tool. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming yeah, on, we'll Wayne. We really appreciate you. Coming up over an hour. On. Yeah, I'd love to have you back on. Right on, guys, and I can tell you, I can tell you a few more things. I got, I got, a <laughs> I got a couple I'm stories. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you I'm do. Sure That's you great. Yeah. yeah. Wayne from let's local do, 853. Yeah. That was. This is this is dope. Let's do another yeah. show next month. I'll uh, I'll I'll keep in touch with you guys, and I'll uh, I'll get people. On your show. If you sure. know anybody really else that wants to come on, listen, we want to we want to talk to them. Someone with a story, or you know, everybody's got a different story and a different path. I better not tell any of my apprentices to come on here, though, right? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do an apprentice show. I, I I can understand it's probably intimidating for an apprentice, um, especially like if your foreman gets a hold of it, you'd be fucked. But yeah, yeah. No, but we, we, uh, we we do now. Uh, um, it's called the Evolve Committee. So you were getting the younger, under 35 apprentices involved so that they they have a, a place where they feel comfortable to talk, you know, instead of that's great. the old guy barking at them. <clears throat> well, that's what you see a on Facebook. Good, yeah, a lot of good things came out of that. That's awesome. Good, wow. I like that. Yeah, well, that's what the Discord's for. It's a friendly spot for you to ask dumb questions. Yeah. yeah there you go. You know, ask away. Teague's drinking Mick Ultras and he'll answer the question all all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a, a good guy to go to the bar with, wouldn't he? Yeah, he yeah. seems like a good time. <laughs> Teague, have a good night. We're gonna talk to uh, Foreman Teague. We had yeah. we had yeah. fun guy Teague. We're gonna talk to Foreman Teague next. Uh oh. all right so this has been awesome we appreciate everyone watching and chatting and we appreciate wayne for your time all right guys this was great we'll see you guys tomorrow at nine back on the the dope and tape live show thanks for tuning in have a good night